Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6:30 Chad. Canada 11, Austria nothing. A minute 30 left in their World Junior game. NHL tonight in the third. Sabres up 5-1 on Detroit. Panthers lead the Canadians 4-2. Barkoff with a hat trick in that game. Early in the third, Rangers with a one nothing edge on the Lightning. Also early in the third, Capitals lead the Senators 3-2. Ovechkin has his 23rd of the season. Late second period, Islanders 2, Columbus nothing. Early second period, Blackhawks and Blues 1-1. After the first, Stars and Wild in a 1-1 tie. Kaprizov has his 20th. Canucks lead the Jets 1-0 after the first period. Maple Leafs and Coyotes just getting underway. 10-0, Cowboys leading the Titans. Nine and a half minutes left in the second quarter. And uh, the Raptors not looking good tonight. Five and a half minutes left in the third. Memphis leading that game 79-60. Oilers at Tentacles tomorrow. 6 o'clock face-off show, game at 8 here on 6.30. Chad, Leon Dreisaitl's status is we'll see, according to Jay Woodcroft earlier today. All right, this guy is a television sports anchor, an author, and according to what Dave Campbell wrote on my guest list for Inside Sports, a hockey card guru, well, I know that he is, it's Ken Reed from Sportsnet. My goodness, Ken, how's it going? Good, Reed. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Well, I'm happy. Like, I just was looking at the the lineup Dave put together, and then uh, at 7-3, mm-hmm. I was like, Ken's next. This is amazing. Incredible, buddy. Incredible. I keep coming back when yeah, well, I can, you know? <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw at you first. On some nights on the show, I do an off-topic topic, so it's sort of yeah. like a relevant topic, but not always exactly. So Pele passed away. Yeah. So I've been asking my listeners, and I asked Kelly Rudy in the last half hour, and I'm not giving you any prep time, but maybe that's going to be good because you'll just bark something out. Which athlete of yesteryear, meaning probably someone from before you were born or when you were very little, which athlete of yesteryear would have you wish you could have seen play in his or her prime? That I didn't see? That you didn't see or you saw after their peak, you know? Okay. Uh... I think I would have liked to see Lafleur and the like. That I like. I'm sure I watched him. I know probably as, as a kid through my eyes when I'm four or five. But when he was kicking it in the 70s, uh, I would have liked to see Guy, uh, Guy or Bobby Orr with my uh, adult eyes in the in the 60s and seven in the 70s for sure. Yeah. Um, I saw Guy when he was older. I uh, called him one of my favorite players when I was 10 or 11 years old, but he was done by the time I was 10, so I didn't see him in his prime. So. Guy Lafleur is my answer. You were the first person to mention Guy Lafleur. You were not the first person to say uh, Bobby Orr. I, I would mm-hmm. say, yeah, Lafleur for me too. I, I mean, I remember him after 1981, which obviously wouldn't yeah, have been the same right, as before right, 1981. Right. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm about the same wheelhouse there. So I'll go Guy Lafleur. Yeah, I'd I'd love them to see him score in 60. I think that would have been cool. The thing is with Lafleur, at least there is a, a fair amount of video of some of his goals, not as much mm-hmm. as now. But, I mean, there's some players you could say, like, good luck finding 
I mean, he, like I, I said, for me, Maurice Richard would be one. Yeah. How much yeah, Maurice Richard rocket. video is there? Like virtually none. Not much. Not much. Yeah, I'd like to see the rocket in high def. You know, yeah, that, that, that's funny you mentioned him. That was another guy that, that was kind of picking in my brain there. As I mentioned, Guy. But, yeah, there's not many goals of the rocket. There's, you know. Uh, my favorite Gordie Howe one is his last one, which John Garrett got screwed on the assist. He leaves it perfectly. Google YouTube it. He leaves it perfectly for Mark Howe, gives it to Gordy. Gordy brings it up, scores on the backhand. And John Garrett, it is the most obvious goalie assist, you know, since the old Grand Pure, here you go, Paul Coffey days. And uh, Cheech got screwed on that assist. If you ever have Cheech on, ask him the story about that. He got, he got, he got jobbed on that. I, well, it, whenever John Garrett is on, he usually has some sort of a hard luck story. We all know about losing the car at the All-Star game. He yeah. told a great story a few years ago because when he was in the WHL, he played for four teams in one season. He got mm-hmm. traded twice, and then he's with his third team, and his GM calls him into the office, and he's like, oh, great, I'm getting traded again. And the GM tells him, the team folded. Here's where you're going in the dispersal draft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, WHA was gold. Okay, so the next time you have Cheech on, ask him about getting screwed out of the assist for Gordie Howe and ask him about having a hot dog in his pad. Uh, during an NHL game, playing with a hot dog in his pads for the Quebec Nordique. I, I don't think was, I know that one. So the goal yeah, should have been Howe from Howe and Garrett, but it was just Howe from Howe. should have been Howe from Howe and Garrett. It was just Howe from Howe, exactly. That okay. is correct. I'll make a yes. note for that. That, that Yeah, he yeah. has. He has and, but like John Garrett, he's like he's the ultimate humble. Like he never tells a positive story about himself. Like it's always like, uh-huh. yeah, I was terrible. Like, yeah. like he's well, like, so like. <laughs> Self-deprecation is the highest form of humor. Cheech gets that, and I, I love that Cheech is always good with a laugh. Every time I throw to him, I'll say, throw in one of his ex-team names, or I'll throw in some nickname for him. I just made up the spot. He always plays along with it. Cheech is he's just the best, man. He's All the right. best. He's old school. Oh, you can also ask him. There's a good one. His final hockey card says, uh, now assistant general manager, and that is an error. That never happened. So there's, Cheech has all these kind of little stories around him. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I, mean, I think you might have, you or he might have told that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that yeah. one rings a bell. They thought yeah. he was now a GM, an assistant GM, and yep. they put it on his hockey card. Yeah, the rumor was that he was going to be named assistant general manager, so OPG went with it, but then he never ended up getting the gig. So it's it it lives on his hockey card. It's eighty five, eighty six, <laughs> and he's got the good eighties backup look, right, with the mustache and the towel around his neck. That's amazing. Okay. Ken Reed from Sportsnet joining us tonight. All right. So I always love talking to you. Of course, we got to talk about hockey cards at least a little bit because you you are a guru. You know a lot. I watched the video you posted. Time is a bit of a blur. It was either yesterday or two weeks ago. Uh, but you opened yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a 31-year-old. Okay. Oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago, yeah. Okay. No, that doesn't seem... The, the quality of players in that card makes me think, like, wait a minute. Like, this, they have to have planned this. What's, what's going on? I know. On? It was the best pack ever. I think it was a pack of, what was it, ProSet? Yeah, it was ProSet, which are not worth anything, and don't call in and yell at me for that. I know it's not about the money. But I got everybody in that pack. I got Hall of Famers galore in that pack. I got a Hall. Uh, uh, Brett Hall's the first one that comes to mind, but I got Robitaille was in there. Larry Robinson, was Howard Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Robinson was the first first player. Ducky was in there. Yeah, that was a hell of a pack. I would have liked to open that in 1991. Okay, so what's the story? Cards on the spot. What What's the story though that you had that pack to open? Where'd I get it? Yeah, like why were I, oh, Why I, were you opening it now? 
Uh, I got it at my kids' uh, hockey game the night before. They had one of those hockey card vending machines. I'm like, oh, I'll buy a couple packs. And uh, I was bored. And I'm like, oh, make a video, open it. So there you go, buddy. That was it. Okay, Filmed wait. by my oldest son at the at Plain Road Hockey in the backyard. Probably I'm going to open a pack, but. Okay, so your answers just lead to more questions. Why does the hockey card vending machine still have stuff from the 90s? Because it's awesome. And it's caught in a time warp. <laughs> and the packs from the 90s are dirt cheap to put in there. And uh, that's and because old farts like me will pay two, three bucks for them, and the vending machine company makes its money. It's basic capitalism, to be honest. Okay, so this was a freshly stocked vending machine. I do believe, yeah. Like, uh, you know, they got they have hockey cards in there. There's Pokemon cards, all kinds of good stuff. Okay, so did you select hockey, or did you were you just getting a random pack like you could have got Pokemon? Oh no, I, I I picked that pack and I picked a couple others. I picked an '86 Leaf baseball. I was looking for a Fred McGriff rookie, so I opened that as well. I got an Andre Scalaraga big score. So yeah, I I picked that pack. Uh, that was that was me. I'll buy another one next week. I'll maybe I'll make a video next week. I, you never know. I'm crazy that way. Well, I hope well I hope so because your videos are outstanding and the cinematography. It was your son. It was oh, very it's good. Amazing. Yeah, it's Spielberg-esque. It's amazing. Eh? <laughs> it, was, it was very good. <laughs> I, I would yeah, agree with that. good for a nine-year-old. Okay, so those, but again, though, and I, I've had, uh, you and I have talked about this, and uh, I think you know Wayne Wagner from Wayne Sports Cards in the West End. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if not, you'll have to beat him someday. The, the 90s stuff, what do they call it, junk wax? Like, don't junk think wax, you're sitting yeah. on a gold mine in your basement no, if you have you're that. you're not. You're sitting on junk wax. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting on you're sitting on memories and fun. You're not sitting on money. Okay, and remind everybody, why is that again? Because it was printed off uh, in massive, 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 massive quantities, combined with the fact that that was the boom of the card era, card world time. So whenever anyone got anything from it, they immediately put it in protective sleeves. So it's all, it, it was everywhere. It was massively, massively overproduced. That's the easiest way to say it. There's, like, there's, uh, there's every, no scarcity. Everybody to had it. it. Yeah. No scarcity to it whatsoever. Everybody had 10 year Marriott rookies, right? right. They weren't hard to come by. <laughs> so it's not, you know, needs to be a little yeah. bit rare to be worth something. Exactly. Uh, again, supply and demand, right? If I've got 10 and you've got 10, you probably don't want 11. So, yeah, that, uh, that, that, yeah, and they call it junk wax. Although um, it, it's uh, people will open it for fun. It's it's nostalgic. That's why I enjoy it. So yeah, that that little pack I opened was definitely from the junk wax era. Okay, so how many were there? A dozen cards in that pack you opened? I kind of lost count. There were quite I a think few. About Twelve or fourteen? Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. And now what is it? I think six. Nah, it's not that bad. I think it's about eight. Eight and upper deck, upper deck regular series one packs about eight. Okay, he's about eight. I, th- I think upper deck's around eight. I'd say something like that. Like maybe even ten. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's not what it was, but it's not as bad as it. But you can buy packs like with just four cards, and it all depends on what kind of card you want to get. Right, because I know there are the what is it like the black series or the black ice series? You'll have to help me out. But like they only they only have six cards, oh, yeah. but they're thicker, I mean, yeah, right? There's 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 upper deck the cup. I think you get four cards. It's nine hundred nine hundred bucks a pack or something like that. Like Sorry, what? Nine hundred bucks for four cards. Yeah, yeah. Like it's upper deck the cup used to be five hundred bucks. Now I think it's up around nine hundred. Although it hasn't come out in a while because of the. Apparently, I heard that the, 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 the COVID rapid tests were printed on the same type of cardboard, so obviously uh, hockey cards weren't given priority. So this high-end Upper Deck the Cup hasn't been out in a while. 
So when that comes out, that'll be uh, that'll be quite the scene. But yeah, you can pay you can pay thousands of dollars for a pack. If not hockey, but basketball, baseball, depending on what you want to do. There's there's something for everyone. Reed, it's not just the old twenty five cent pack anymore. Okay, but, so uh, I'm gonna say something to you that that might irritate you as a hockey card guru slash collector slash mm-hmm. expert. Mm-hmm. I'm a massive nerd. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> no, no. No, no, that's not, right. well. That would be a compliment if I said that. Is yeah. this not? If if I'm spending, let's just say for ease of math, let's just say nine hundred dollars. Yeah. For a for a pack of four cards or six cards, yeah. whatever, a relatively low yeah. number of cards. And I realize they're probably high quality cards, but is this not a form of gambling? That's exactly what it is. Okay. <laughs> yes. When you're when you're when you're paying that much and hoping for gold, yeah, you're not just leafing through the cards for the joy of collecting. You're gambling. You're absolutely gambling. There's no doubt about it. It's high end gambling at that point, I'd believe. Yes. Absolutely. But see this is the thing about the card hobby. If you want to be a high end gambler, you can be that. If you want to be a guy that just collects ten cent cards, you can be that. If you want to be a guy that collects fifty dollar cards, you can be that. So the misconception about the hobby for a lot of people is it's too expensive. Well, it doesn't have to be. It's like hockey. You can play hockey. You can spend all the money on gear you want and registration fees you want. And, by the way, it's way too overpriced. Or you can just go play on the pond for nothing. Like, there's there's degrees to it. And I think that's kind of what's what's lost on people sometimes are that there, there are degrees of collecting. Not everybody. I certainly wouldn't buy that much for a pack. That's not my style, right? I like the old cards anyway, and I don't. I don't want to gamble on new cards. New cards aren't my scene, so I'm into the old stuff. So I would be I would be labeled a vintage collector. But if somebody wants to be a, a ultra-modern collector and spend that money, they are more than welcome to. Okay, so I, I like how you put that. There's, You can be the type of consumer that you want to be. If you want to collect hockey cards, the entry level isn't the $100 Correct. pack you can Correct. still get. Like, okay. We can all play hockey. Not all of us play at the NHL. Some of us play uh, in our backyards, but you, we can all we can all be part of it, right? Exactly. Okay. So, do you? You just said you consider yourself a vintage collector. Do you ever buy anything new, or what's the most recent thing you would purchase? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, my my son buys the new stuff, so I'll buy stuff for him. Yeah. So uh, he just he just got a box of Upper Deck Series one for Christmas. So, and he opened that, and I enjoy opening it with him. The photography is amazing on these cards. It's. It's night and day from what we grew up with. Like they're they're slick, they're really good. So some of the photography is just awesome. So yeah, I I enjoy looking at them and stuff. But I'm not I'm not hoarding them like like he is. I uh, I, I go and buy the old stuff. All right. So do you consider now? Because we've talked extensively about your collection in the past, and I, I do find mm-hmm. it fascinating. Yeah. Do, uh, do you and your son do you consider it a shared collection, or he has his and you have yours? Uh, he has his, I have mine, but if he wants something of mine, he can call it his own. That's cool. I'm cool with that. Um, he's probably going to get all my good stuff anyway one day. But, uh, you know, if, if rent's, uh, if, if we're in a pinch for rent or for gas money, I'll, I'll sell off one of his young guns rookies and pay for it. I don't care. <laughs> he's just, like, he's just like, dad, where's my card? You're like, I don't know. Where, where's your cold Caulfield? Don't worry about that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, this was... Thanks for coming on. I, I, you know, I, I, I did, well, obviously I knew before 7.03 you were coming on because I texted you yeah. earlier. There's never yes, enough time, and I do appreciate the – I love hearing about hockey cards because it's a hobby yeah, I fine. know just enough about, but there's so much mm-hmm. I don't know. So I love how you, you inform us. 
but that's the beauty of it, right? It's like it's like hockey itself. Some of us watch it and know everything. A lot of us watch it and don't know anything, but we can all enjoy it. So if you're thinking of getting into hockey cards, just go ahead and look. The, the good thing about with, with the pandemic was and the cards all boom, now adult male like myself aren't afraid to admit we watch it. So part of me, we, we collect. So for years it was like uh, a certain type of cinema that everybody watches but won't admit they watch. But now people just admit they watch collect that's, hockey cards. So wow, that's okay quite a comparison. It that's yeah, It's like disco. I like disco. For years you couldn't admit it. Yeah, I should probably go with the disco instead of the cinema comparison. Yeah, but, yeah well, whatever works on this show. We're a little quirky yeah. here. Uh, you're working on a book? Or you, you got a book on the go? What's going on? I am. On? Well, I got a book. I actually just submitted 73,500 words yesterday. It'll be out in... Uh, It'll be out fall 2023 if all goes well. It's about uh, hometown hockey heroes uh, that never made the show. You know, those local legend kind of guys that you hear all those stories about. There you go. It's about those guys. And I interviewed uh, a fantastic gentleman from St. Albert by the name of Richie Perot. And I'm sure there's some listeners out in St. Albert right now that know that name, Richie Perot. I believe the name of his senior team in the 70s was the St. Albert Comets. So there you go. Do you have any Allen so Cup stories? I hope there are Allen oh, Cup stories. tons of Allen yes. Cup stories. That's awesome. we got the story of uh, Robbie Forbes, Sidney Crosby's uncle, winning the Allen Cup for the Cornerbrook Royals in 1985. You know, there's tons of Allen Cup stories in there. Yeah, lots of that stuff. Sask- Sasky Senior League stories, Alberta Senior League stories, all good stuff. Ken, you're always good stuff. I really appreciate it. Happy New Year to you and your family. Same to you, Reed. Happy New Year. Pucks in deep, buddy. That is Ken Reed from Sportsnet. Yeah, he's written some great sports books, hockey books, and he knows a ton about hockey cards. So I just love that we we go down that path because, again, I got some in the basement, a lot from that junk wax era that he's talking about. But he knows so much, and I, and I find it fascinating. I find the hobby fascinating, and I'm really interested by people who are uh, are really invested in it like Ken. That's really cool. 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Ken Ham delivered by drone whenever you sign up for that Inside Sports Podcast. Ken Reed is an absolute blast. Love having him on the show. And I'm enjoying hearing from you folks tonight as well. Pele has passed away. One of the all-time greats. Any sport, any time. So which athlete of yesteryear do you wish you could have seen play in his or her prime? Give me the updates here, Derek. All right, we got a couple coming to you fast. So we got Andre the Giant, if you folks would like to see him. Oh, neat. That's an interesting one. Okay. Uh, Gene LaBelle, who was a martial artist and in a ton of action movies that you'd recognize. Uh, Jackie Parker and Jackie Robinson. Nice local angle there with Jackie Parker. Yeah, I, I would put him on a short list for me as well. And Jackie Robinson, yeah, what a, what a compelling figure. Imagine seeing uh, some of his games when he first came into the major leagues and broke the Can't imagine. Yeah. Loved 42. Great movie. Absolutely. That's awesome stuff. Okay, we will keep it awesome with Dave Campbell coming up and uh, Canada rolling. 11 nothing is the final tonight over Austria at the World Juniors. Uh, Connor Bedard, a couple more goals, up to six in the tournament. Dylan Gunther, well, he'll get the game winner. He scored the first goal of the game in that one. It's Inside Sports on Chet.